0: Are listening to the Oracle of Light podcast. I am your host, Shauna Mellon If you would like to learn a proven seven step formula to connect with your child on the other side, I invite you to check out my website at livealifeyoulove.org. I have put together a beautiful, beautiful program. It is based on my own loss, the loss of my son Jack, and it help me to make the connection with him and experience him in a way that I didn't think was possible even as a medium. So I invite you to check that out livealifeyoulove.org Welcome, welcome, welcome. In today's episode we are going to talk about what to do when you don't feel like going on after the loss of your child i know exactly what that feels like i know firsthand what that felt like after i lost my son jack and there was a post on instagram yesterday that i just had to share with everyone i thought it was just so beautiful and so powerful people are always asking me what what can i say to someone when they've lost a child what what do i say what are the words i I just i don't want to make the pain worse and as a grief counselor and having numerous losses of my own that I've worked through I I often tell people to speak from their heart That when you speak from your heart the other person will feel that and and you're holding space for their grief you're holding space for their loss and that is very powerful and so the post is from Jenny Albers she's a wonderful author if you haven't followed her um, she's on Facebook and Instagram so instead of saying at least it could be worse everything happens for a reason be grateful for you know maybe your other children whatever that looks like be grateful you're you're still young you can have another child be grateful that you do have other children you know everything happens for a reason. you know this this just wasn't meant to be. It could be worse. I know somebody that had this and this and this happen. At least at least you found out early enough. So you could you could terminate or um, you found out early enough, you know, maybe perhaps it was a miscarriage, you know, maybe you know it would have been would have been more difficult if you hadn't found out when you did. There are so many different things that people say. And you know, I've talked about this in other episodes. Brené Brown, she she speaks of people earning the right to hear your story. And this is so true. And when you work through grief, not everyone can hold that. It's sacred. They're holding your heart. You are literally literally presenting and 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 sharing your broken heart. Your heartache, and if this person just stomps on it or pushes it away, or you know they don't have the capacity there was um, there was a counselor that i I worked with after I lost Jack, and I was so upset and I didn't realize that she didn't have the capacity to show up the way I needed someone to show up. I wasn't looking for someone to fix it. I was just looking for relief, some sort of relief so that when I got up in the morning, I didn't, I didn't feel this, this heartbreak over and over and over again. So I was looking for relief and I went to see this counselor and after I shared my story with her she said, okay, so what? You know, you could have you done this, you could have adopted, you could have, you know, divorced your husband, you could have, you know, um, had a sperm donator, you could have, uh, you know, done all of these other things, you know. And so what I heard when she said that was get over it, it's not a big deal. You could have done other things and you didn't so it made me feel wrong and it made me feel judged and so criticized and again here I am sitting there burying my soul this this deep wound that I have and this is what happened I felt like the door was slammed in my face and it took me a little time to work through that and then eventually find the right people to work with me to help me to heal and I've shared this before you know people say Well, you're a medium, you know, you can just connect with him. But when you are in the throes of grief, you are not able to... You're not able to raise your vibration up high enough to experience the spirit world. You're just not. It's like like a hot air balloon that's just weighed down by the grief and the sorrow and the loss and the pain and the heartache and the heartbreak. And so as you start to move through your grief and you start to find joy and happiness in your life again, you start to release those heavier, dense feelings and emotions and you start to really, really work through your grief. There's no way around it. You really have to work through it and you need the support to do that. And then your vibration will raise up and that's when it's easier for the spirit world to make that connection with us. I've shared this in other episodes that the spirit world spirit energy it moves fast So imagine you walk into a room and you flick the light on the light switch Just think of how quickly that current runs From the light switch flicking it on and boom the light is on in the room. It's illuminated That's how fast spirit energy moves so if we are nowhere near Raising our vibration if we're not in a hopeful vibration. It's actually feeling hopeful when we feel hopeful our vibration starts to rise when we feel hopeful We are willing to look for possibilities when we feel hopeful that's when we can start to feel those glimmers of love and and joy and happiness and and That is when our vibration rises and that makes it easier for the spirit world to connect with us And Align their energies with us and again through my program I teach you step-by-step how to do this so that you can have a nice high vibration And you can connect with your son or daughter on the other side So back to Jenny's post again It said instead of saying at least it could be worse everything happens for a reason be grateful for try saying I'm so sorry you're going through this That's it. That's all you have to say. I'm so sorry. You're going through this You're not belittling. You're not demeaning. You're not going to add hurt You're just acknowledging their pain. You're acknowledging their loss. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're going through this. I will often say I'm sorry that you are going through this. Please let me know if there's anything I can do for you and the majority of people won't take me up on that offer But just knowing that i will do whatever you if you'd like me to pick up tea and come over and visit if you'd like to go for a walk if you'd just like to chat on the phone if you'd like to you know have someone just listen and and share your story talk about your child talk about your loss absolutely so i found this very powerful and and again for today's episode we're looking at When you don't feel like going on after the loss of your child, what can you do with that? How do you cope? What does that look like? It took me, it took me a few years after we lost Jack to actually acknowledge what had happened. I was in such shock. I just, I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe he was gone, that he wasn't coming in into the physical. I couldn't believe that he wasn't going to be here for me to hold. I just, I couldn't believe that and so um you know through my journey after a few years i was guided to a medium beautiful angelic healer and that was when i made the connection with jack and that's when i saw my sweetheart and it was in that moment that i started to heal it was okay my baby's safe on the other side i can connect with him i can experience him and moving through my grief and my loss didn't mean that i forgot jack it's the exact opposite. That is a common fear that people have, mothers have that, you know, if I heal this, if I heal the heartache and move on, I'm gonna forget my child. No, it actually strengthens the connection. You're able to experience them. And it's so beautiful because when they know you, <laughs> when they know that you know they're there, they will do whatever they can to, to make that connection stronger and to let you know. and. You know our our loved ones on the other side are even more excited sometimes to make that connection with us because sometimes you know we feel so lost without them we can feel so lost and it just feels like a crater in your heart just the heartbreak and and when you lose a child you're also grieving the hopes and the dreams the plans you're grieving how that child would have fit into your family um, you're grieving the first you know the first day of school and you're grieving You know when that child graduates and when that child goes off to university and when that child meets the love of their life And maybe that child will have a family. Maybe that child will um, You know become a doctor or a teacher uh, Maybe that child will have a family of their own one day, you know, you're grieving all all of those dreams and hopes and possibilities all those experiences and so, when you make that connection with your child on the other side, they're right along with you. They're just not in their physical body. The connection is still there. You can still feel their energy. And I find, I find a lot of a lot of the mothers that I work with, there is a point in their grieving process where they they become stuck. It's like it's almost like quicksand. They become stuck, and they. It can become so overwhelming when you don't have the right support. It really can and being in someone else's presence who has lost a child. It just helps you to helps you to feel like you belong like someone else gets it. And again, not that we're looking for someone else to fix it or make it go away but rather it's it becomes relatable then and it's not something that you'd wish on your worst enemy of course. But it just makes it, it almost normalizes it a little bit. It's like, okay, this person has also lost a child. All right, how did they do this? What did what worked for them? What what made it better? What made it worse? And there are different ways that that you can learn to cope with your grief. And Some people say that you never get over the loss of a child. You're grieving for life. You miss them every day. You never move on. And I'm here to tell you that that's that's not true. If you choose that, yes, if you choose to stay in that energy, that I'll never get over this, I can't move on, um, my life is ruined, they're supposed to be here. If you stay in that energy, the universe is going to mirror that back to you somehow. With those thoughts and those feelings and Then that's where your energy is going to stay Whereas I teach people how to move through their grief how to make that connection with their child how to heal their heartache Moving from grief to relief. We're looking for relief from the pain. That's basically basically it in a nutshell We're looking for relief relief from our heartache relief from the loss the pain all of it and Yes, there, to this day, there are still moments in time where I feel a little ping in my heart for my son. Wow, what would he have been like? You know, he would have been eight this year. So every now and again, I see a little eight-year-old boy running around and I think, ah, oh, that would have been my sweet Jack. What would he have been like? And I might go into that energy. I'm able to catch it now, so I don't go into he was supposed to be here and I don't re-imprint Everything that I've cleared. I don't pick all of it up again. I don't pick up the sorrow again. I don't pick up the sorrow When you lose a child You need to work through your grieving process and that looks different for everyone I mean there are different stages and that looks different for everyone When you are able to accept that the fact and that takes work I'll be honest it takes work to accept the fact that your child isn't here in physical form and they won't be there isn't anything that you can do. When you are able to accept that, then you're able to start to rebuild and find new joy and find new meaning. But until you accept that fact, and it's it's not easy to do. I I know firsthand it's not easy. I mean, I had anger. I was depressed. I was so heartbroken. I was in shock. I tried bargaining. I thought, well, if we'd done this sooner, if we did that, blah 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 blah. Now, you know, once I finally got through all of that and just allowed it to be whatever it was going to be, I had some really difficult days, really difficult days. But I don't have those difficult days anymore. My son Jack comes through with signs and symbols for me. My sign from my son Jack are our, our heart rocks. And again, in the program, we go through a meditation and you'll learn what, what your child's sign is for you. And I have heart rocks all over the house, they're, they're everywhere. I find them everywhere, especially when I go out for hikes. I'm, I'm in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. So we're near the uh, Rocky Mountains. We're just above Montana, to give you an idea, if you're in, if you're in North America. Um, and so yeah, beautiful, beautiful hiking and hiking trails. And um, I always find heart rocks. Every time I leave the house, Jack, where's my heart rock? And I always find a heart rock. And that's just my little my little piece of of my little slice of heaven from him just helps me to know that that he's still there that we're still very much connected and that love never dies never dies and so there are some people that say you will never get over the death and loss of your child but I'm here to tell you that that's different again you can choose to stay in sorrow or suffering or you can work through it with the right support and help to find optimism and joy and know that you will get through it. I talk to moms every day who have lost children and they're so, so, it's almost like they're, they're surprised by the level of uh, grit and they're surprised by um, the different level of, of strength that they have now since losing their child you know i often say to people i'm not the same person i was before jack lo- before i lost jack i'm not the same person i'm not you know there's a there was a deeper inner resiliency that i found i had to dig deep to find courage i was i didn't want to live without him i didn't want to be here without him so i understand first firsthand i get what that what that feels like and what that looks like and smells like and tastes like i, I lived it But I'm here to tell you that you don't have to go through that. You will never forget your child. Never. It's not possible. And there may be triggers, you know, holidays, seasons, their birthday. You know, you may have different, you know, waves of grief. I call them pockets of grief. And just to honor, just ride it, just ride that wave whenever it comes in just knowing it'll dissipate and they won't come in as frequently they won't be as powerful and you will gain greater strength and better tools for coping with the pain and now these are some of my these are some of my um, I have these in my spiritual toolbox for when I lost Jack Um, and the first the first way to cope when you don't feel like going on after the loss of a child is to not hide from your feelings you may have feelings of guilt. Maybe I should have called them sooner. Maybe I shouldn't have let them go on that trip. Maybe maybe we could have done something sooner with the doctors. There are a myriad of maybes. What if we did this? What if we did that? So any guilt that's coming up around that, let's destroy and delete it all across all ways, basis, times, dimensions, and realities. And if you're new to me, that, the words I just shared with you, those are um, part of a clearing statement. So as I'm talking and channeling, I'm looking at the energy to make sure it's flowing and when it isn't flowing I run a clearing statement to clear the energy to just sort of unclog the energy channel so everything can flow evenly and and smoothly so anything that comes up and when we do clearings It's only clearing the energy that isn't serving you that that's ready to go that Will be able to release just like the hot air balloon it's like these are energies that maybe keeping you stuck or stagnant or they're heavy and so we're releasing them so you can go higher you can feel joy and feel hopeful and raise your vibration so it's really important to um, if there's any forgiveness if you need to forgive yourself and not beat yourself up I think that's, that's huge is to not beat yourself up um, I won't say that everything happens for a reason but I also know that there are gifts, gifts, and there's positivity that if we look for it. And uh, you know, we're, I think we're all we're beautifully imperfect. Really, I think in this society, people are striving to be perfect. There's they're striving to be to be something that just doesn't exist. And what if we're imperfectly perfect? We can grieve our losses, it can get messy. Absolutely, it can get messy. And what if we were to just allow that? Just allow it to be whatever it needs to be. And and just knowing that we're doing the best that we can each and every day. Some days I've got such incredible clarity about the focus of my life and where I'm going and other days it's not as clear and that's okay. It is what it is. That's one of my favorite sayings is It is what it is and when I was working through my grief after I lost my son I kept telling myself I'm gonna figure this out we're going to figure this out we're going to get through this this isn't this isn't how my story ends this is not how my story ends there was a day when I was I was at home alone and I was um, I came across a box filled with Jack's things I had clothes for him, I had toys, I had all of these things. We were so excited to have another baby. And I found this box and I I just, it crumbled me. Absolutely crumbled me. And I remember it just literally brought me to my knees. And I don't know how long I sat there crying and crying. And I sat there and then I realized I had two choices. And yes, I have training in psychology and I'm a life coach and... Um, I have you know my connection with my spirit guides and so I have a wealth of Information and knowledge right at my fingertips that sometimes isn't available if I'm not clear So I remember sitting there. I finally stopped crying and I just kind of sat there and In that moment, I realized I had two choices. I could succumb to the pain and I could just live my life watered down and angry and bitter and Angry at God angry at my spouse angry at the doctors angry at myself. I Could stay in those lower vibrations those lower energies Those lower feelings or I could figure out a way through it So I chose to figure out a way through it I chose door B And then shortly after I had a session with a this, this beautiful beautiful hero, healer. Her name is Laurel and she held space for my loss and she was so loving and kind. And through that session, I just started—I started to heal. I felt the unconditional love. And so, any any emotions that are coming up for you, don't hide from them. Don't hide from them. Find a way to let them release. Because if we hang on to, if we hang on to emotions that are, and feelings, thoughts, anything that isn't serving us, that's when it starts to impact our physical body. And so we want to just release that it'll impact everything if we hang on to it Another way that we can cope when we don't feel like going on after the loss of a child is to Begin to accept happiness pleasure The joy in life the simple things and I used to tell people, you know pick every day pick five things that you're grateful for Look for five beautiful things you can even ask the universe to help you universe angels guides Your loved ones on the other side your soul family ask them to help you show me something beautiful today Show me show me Beautiful things today. You may see a beautiful sunrise or sunset. You may have the perfect cup of coffee You may visit with someone and just feel that kindred kindred connection on a soul level You may be grateful for your home, for your health, for your loved ones. I invite you to think of five things every day to be grateful for. And then look for ways to accept happiness into your life. You know, oftentimes I would be... I would just be like... It's like I I was just in such a deep grief that anytime someone was really having fun it was like I couldn't quite get into that gear to have even more fun with them I'd just be like okay that's enough I'm still grieving so it's like I kept holding myself back and now I don't I just want to have so much fun every day I ask that universe how much fun can we have today how much fun can we have today how much joy can we have today let's do this I know that my son is safe on the other side and whatever that looks like for you I know that he's safe he's he's growing up on the other side i can connect with him i can experience him yeah and that has been the greatest gift for me to know that he's okay and know my baby's okay and to be able to connect with him and experience him and talk to him whenever i want to and so now it's you know some people feel like their laughter betrays their child's memory but it doesn't you're not abandoning Your Child or you're not abandoning what's really happened. You're not abandoning where you are on the grief spectrum by enjoying yourself and One of the ways to survive grief is to step away from it occasionally It's like you're able to if you're able to create moments in your life allow moments in your life where You can experience joy. You can experience hope and possibility It just starts to mend your heart And the more that you can do that the longer you can do that You're just inviting more of those healing energies in You're allowing them in we allow You know everything that's showing up in your world everything that's in your world right now you have created unconsciously consciously with purpose without purpose without knowing You've created everything and I'm not to say that you created the loss of your child That's that's not what we're talking about today you if there's something in your life that isn't working you've somehow you've allowed it it's come in through your belief systems or your vibration isn't as high or you've you're choosing to suffer instead of choosing to move through something so you can make another choice okay you know what i i'm gonna make another choice today what can i do to feel better what are thoughts i can think to feel better and gratitude is one of them when we start to feel grateful, and we start to reach for better feeling thoughts, the universe recognizes that. The universe is only giving us what we are broadcasting. If we're broadcasting that things aren't working out, I'll never get over this, I feel horrible, I feel so tired, I'm exhausted, nothing's working, the universe will continue, to, you're, you're like a magnet. You're going to continue to draw those experiences to you to keep you thinking those thoughts, feeling those feelings. I know it sounds a little nary fairy but it's very important when you're working through grief to really to be willing to be cognizant of what you're thinking what you're feeling what that looks like and it's okay to feel anger it's okay if we feel grief it's okay if we feel sadness giving yourself permission to feel whatever it is that you're feeling because once we acknowledge it, then it, it loses a little bit of that electrical charge and it can start to release And we can start to move through it. You know, one of the beautiful things is, is movement as we You know as different energies and emotions would come up. I would I would go to the gym. I would go for a walk just Emotions, you know, it's through motion that we clear the emotions So even when you know, even when I didn't feel like working out, I would go maybe just go for a walk If I didn't feel like working out, I would just, you know, maybe do a few flights of stairs in the house or vacuum or just something. Put on some music and dance, something to get that energy flowing. And so everywhere you're not willing to accept happiness, let's destroy and delete all that across all ways, spaces, times, dimensions and realities. And again, this is going to help to heal the grief and help you to attract more into your life to bring you more joy and happiness. All while knowing your child is safe on the other side, you're never going to forget your child never it's not possible Another way to cope with the loss of a child when you don't feel like going on is really taking small steps You know people I often say to people, you know, how do you eat an elephant? You know, and it's one bite at a time. So you have one bite. We chew that We swallow it we implement it allow it to do what it's going to do it's like planting a seed and then when we're ready for more we take another bite and after the loss of a child it's important to take those small steps even if it means okay for this next hour i'm just going to sit with this i'm going to read a book for the next hour i'm going to make a tea um and it's it's important to um just to stay in the now to stay here to stay present what can I do in this moment to feel better and focusing on again I mentioned this earlier you know focusing on tasks you know feed the cat do the laundry do a little bit of gardening tidy up just getting that movement and and those little bits of normalcy and focusing on the moment at hand can help make grief more bearable because again when we are in when we're feeling sad. You know, if we've been triggered, if we have a pocket of grief or a wave of grief, we'll go into that sadness and the thoughts and the feelings and the emotions, all of it. And then our our mind, which is lovely, will start to ping pong and start to, you'll start to remember other things that are matching what you're feeling and what you're thinking. And so this is why it's very important to be aware of aware of what you're thinking what you're feeling what are the conversations you're having with yourself I can't get over this I'll never get over this I should have known better I should have done better like all of that it, it's going to keep you in that high that lower vibration and that leads me to the next step how you can cope with the loss of a child is focusing on positive focusing on what what is working so for example if you're if your child was Older, Focusing on the relationship that you had with your child all the beautiful moments You know, you can even take a journal, you know, write all the details you want to remember your child's life scrapbooks journals Music art. There's so many different ways that we can remember our children You know family f- pictures of your you know favorite favorite moments No one can take your memories from you. No one can take those from you. Those are yours that beautiful energy is still there in each and every moment. You know, whether your child had tears or whether your child was joyful, whether they felt proud, whether they felt accomplished, they, they, you know, said they love you. Those are your memories. Allow those to flood into your world. And again, remember the positive. What we focus on creates more. Everything that we focus on is what starts to build in our life. So we can either marinate in sorrow and sadness and grief and this isn't to minimize anyone's loss not not what not at all you know i remember um one of my beloved teachers wayne dyer he called it um he called it thinking from the end he would have you know an end goal in mind so for example if he was writing a book he would have a mock cover of the book it would be on his desk he would connect into it being done connect into the joy it would bring, having it complete out into the world, helping people. And he would marinate in that energy. And then before you go to sleep at night, I invite you to do your gratitude list right before you go to sleep at night. And if you can feel grateful and start to feel hopeful in your heart, and this is a process Again, some days are better than others. It can feel like a bit of a roller coaster as you're learning to navigate these different emotions and just give them the the dignity and the honor they require to release and heal and and just to be able to let go of it. The last thoughts and feelings in your mind, you marinate in that for up to four hours after you go to sleep. So what are some beautiful things that you can think of? Maybe planning a trip, Maybe it was it's your favorite memory. Maybe it's something you're looking forward to. Are you renovating? Are you looking to buy something new? Are you getting a new pet? Do you have any pets in your world? Pets are fabulous. Pets are little balls of unconditional love So just I invite you to think of something as you're remembering the positive throughout the day Think of something positive and beautiful right before you go to sleep at night Because again, you are marinating in that energy for up to four hours after you sleep. It's a wonderful time to do affirmations. Every day in every way, my life is getting better. Every day in every way, I'm getting stronger. Um, I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but I know I will. If you have a faith, I know that God is looking out for me. I know that my spirit guides, my angels, God, the universe, whatever that is for you, I know that they're, they're looking out for me, that they have my back. I know that i'll get through this i've i've gone through something very painful and i acknowledge that and i'm going to give myself the grace and tenderness that my heart requires to heal from this so again affirmations and um, beautiful thoughts and feelings right before you go to sleep are fabulous and again throughout the day how much fun can i have today just ask that by asking questions i always tell people to stay in question when you ask questions We're not looking for an immediate answer. Sometimes the awareness is there and it's like boom, I need to read that book, I need to write that email, I need to call that person. Other times it takes a little bit of time for that information to come into our awareness or for the universe to line things up and then the answer appears. Just knowing that when you stay in question that the universe is conspiring to help you. Every question you have will be answered. And sometimes it's not the answer we want to hear especially when it involves the loss of a child. But there is always an answer. There's everything is figure outable. I love that from Marie Forleo. Everything is figure outable. So remember the positive. One last tip. One last way to cope when you've lost a child and you don't feel like you can go on is to let others know your needs. Ask for help. A lot of people don't know what to do they're at a loss they're not sure what to say they just they just don't really know and then if we don't have the right support we can feel isolated we can feel even more alone like no one gets us no one understands and we can just stay in that that energy that that frequency with it those emotions and those feelings and so it's very important to find someone is it your pastor Is it reaching out to a grief counselor? Is it seeing a medium? Is it having a reading? Is it a coach? Is it having a Reiki session just to fill you back up with positive energy and help you to heal? Is it uh, through EFT tapping? Is it through body talk, quantum healing? Is it having a massage? You just, you need to find people that you resonate with on a deep level so that you can share your loss and it will help to, it will help. It's so important to know that people are there, you know, like I said people would say to me Do you need anything? I'm here if you need anything just to know that they were there Was enough. I didn't reach out to them, but just knowing that they were there It helped me to again. It helped help it to normalize if that makes sense. It was like Okay, I can get through this. There's help. I've got people that I can reach out to I'm not alone with this I'm not alone with this. So it may be family friends know let them know your needs you know I I need a little bit more I need a little bit more help I just don't feel good when I was in my grief my whole body ached I was sore every day and my heart felt like it was breaking into a million pieces and I needed help so you know getting ready for big events you know I would hire other people to come in and help me with stuff um, to take some of that burden off I um, you know sometimes I would buy you know frozen meals and fill the fill the freezer up with frozen meals so that you know i knew that my family was was they had something to eat they had they had full bellies and you know lining up you know babysitters and you know people to come in and help with domestic things whatever i needed it was there and if i needed quiet time to have that quiet time and you know if you're afraid of, of maybe going out and you're going to run into somebody that's going to know about your loss and they're going to say something if there's somewhere somewhere that you're you're used to going and, and people don't know about your loss and you just can't have that conversation ask someone else to do the shopping for you you can have you can do pretty much all your shopping online now and have it delivered whatever you need to feel that your needs are being met and again finding people to talk to and share who understand, who can hold that sacred space for you. I always tell people, you know, I, the work I do is I'm, I'm, holding, I'm holding someone's heart. I'm holding their heartache. And I'm blessed to do what I do. And I absolutely love it. And so it's very important. You know, other people can help you with daily tasks if you have other children. You know, you can line up someone to come in and take care of them, so you can maybe go out for a couple hours or go to the gym. Um, you know, find. Uh, you know, in our house there was a whole cupboard full of art supplies, so my daughter always had arts, you know, crafts to work on and books to read, and um, she always, you know, if I needed a little bit of time. You know, I'm gonna go have a bath. I mama's gonna go read I always knew that she had other activities to work on or she could watch one of her shows or you know, there was always something Something available for her or I would you know line up play dates for her and you know Just people are more than willing to help when you ask It's when you don't ask that they 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 don't know what you need Sometimes and they don't want to overstep and they don't want to upset you and maybe you don't have a super close relationship And that's okay so again, letting people know what your needs are. You know, maybe you'd like to have someone available to listen to you or to just be around to ease your loneliness. That's important as well. Maybe going out to a coffee shop just so that you're around other people, but you don't, you're not sharing what's happened, but you're just around other people. And only you know what you need. So connecting into your heart, just start to ask, what is it that I need? What is it, what is it that I need in this moment? What will help with this? And then follow what feels light for you. Follow what that clarity brings. You know, losing, losing a loved one, especially at the loss of a child, it changes, changes us. It, it shifts us. You know, you, whether you had a miscarriage or a stillborn birth or your child was older, you gave birth energetically or physically, spiritually in all these different ways. You gave birth to life as a promise to the future. And so, honoring the grieving process, giving it the dignity that it needs, and now you start to make new commitments to living. You're choosing to live. How can I create a life I love? How can I work through this? Again, staying in question. As hard or impossible as it may seem right now, you will get through this. You will get through this. And if you are looking for more support, absolutely reach out. Uh, You can find more information on my website at livealifeyoulove.org I work one-on-one. I have different uh, online events uh, teaching you how to make that connection with your child on the other side. And my program teaches you 7 steps to work through your grief, make the connection, understand how it works, how your child is communicating with you, so you can experience them on the other side. I'm Shawna de And I send you mountains of love, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye for now.